Is a calorie deficit good for your health? Hello, hello. Welcome to the Wholehearted Health Podcast. I'm your host, Elsie Seberg. And on this show, we are going to chat all things nutrition, mindset, and fitness to help you find your balance in your health journey and feel the most confident and free by making sense of one topic at a time. This is something I've actually changed my stance on over the course of my coaching career because I came from a place where I took it to extremes. I took it too far. That does not mean that the process itself is inherently unhealthy. Calorie deficit is where you take in fewer calories than you burn. So you are eating less or you're expending more. The principles of how we are maintaining energy balance, whether we lose maintain or gain weight. Now this question stands, is a calorie deficit good for your health? My short answer is it depends because of course there's always context, but the long answer and really the way that I've shifted my mindset is I absolutely believe that being in a calorie deficit for most people is one of the best things that we can do for our health and longevity in terms of wanting to live a long life where we are performing optimally, functioning optimally internally. Because when we are leaner individuals, we were designed to have a healthy but lean body composition. So obviously this goes to a certain extent. If we aren't starting off as lean individuals, the only way we can get to that point is via a calorie deficit. Now, the reason that I said it depends, because we always have to circle back, we got to look at it from all angles. For most people that I come across in my line of work, in the fitness industry, and primarily women, they do have a skewed perception and utilization of being in a calorie deficit. They are living below their maintenance, below their basal metabolic rate. And when we chronically are in a calorie deficit, we know we start to not feel good. This is, in my opinion, when it goes to that end of the spectrum where it is not healthy because our body senses that we're not getting enough food, food is not readily available, it starts to downregulate a lot of functions that aren't essential for just survival. And basically, there's a trend line where we can see normally in a case, if someone's body fat, visceral or subcutaneous body fat is decreasing, health and vitality markers are increasing. Until we get to a place where we are not ever periodizing our nutrition or we're dipping into essential body fat levels. So think contest prep lean. That is where we notice, okay, hormones are declining. We're not feeling good at all. Health is not necessarily opposing the level of body fat because hormones are stored in essential body fat. So if you notice for men, they can have a little bit leaner physique and be okay. Women, we need a little bit more to let's say maintain our cycles, et cetera. So that is why it can be harmful. There is obviously going to be people on both ends of the spectrum where they, you know, maybe they're never taking into account nutrition periodization and they're living far below their energy balance intake. You know, obviously that's going to cause issues. If you never restore intake back to where it needs to be around maintenance, I would honestly say most people would benefit from spending maybe a third of their year, a couple months in a calorie deficit, 
followed by periods of maintenance. So if we think logically, it's not the calorie deficit itself that we want to avoid, like the plague. If people tell you, oh, don't go in a calorie deficit, it'll break your metabolism. That's not logical. It's the living in a calorie deficit forever and never jumping back up to periods of maintenance or periods where you are focusing on increasing your muscle mass, living your life. Our metabolisms are really adaptive. They want to bounce back. They want to adapt to higher intakes of food when it becomes available. That's how we were designed. So we have to think about this all with context. A calorie deficit is beneficial for your health if it helps you achieve a leaner physique, lower body fat, better biomarkers, things like cholesterol, heart health, inflammation, reduced disease risk, you know, higher insulin sensitivity, all those things. So really it's the outcome that improves your health, not necessarily the process, although we're probably for the most part as body fat lowers, we're probably trending in that direction where you're reaching a better picture of health despite maybe having a little bit lower energy. But it's just not a place where we want to be spending all of our time. So now before I give you a little bit more specific guidance on what your next step might be, I do want to preface just because we've determined that being in a calorie deficit can really help you improve your health. The way that you go about it is very important. So this is not me saying go do a ton of cardio, put yourself in a deficit and achieve the smallest physique as possible. There's a difference between being lean and still having muscle mass on you in terms of your metabolic health profile, internal status, and being really lean, but having the same body composition, minimal muscle mass, and getting there via a steep calorie deficit where you're slashing calories or you're increasing cardio dramatically. The reason that we want to pay attention to how we go about it is because if we are letting our bodies adapt to doing a ton of cardio, there's actually been a lot of research to show that that is more harmful. If you are on that end of the spectrum where you are over-exercising via cardio, you're doing hours and hours of running or elliptical or basically burning muscle mass for fuel, that's what those long steady state cardio sessions eventually do to your body. And that has actually proven to lower all of the health benefits that we're discussing, increased risk of heart disease, and all of these things can happen when we overdo it. So when I say you're going into a calorie deficit, we still want to be mindful of the way we're doing things. When you think, okay, we're still strength training, we may sprinkle in lower intensity steady state cardio or on the other end of the spectrum, if you really enjoy a higher intensity, maybe we are doing some sprints. Sprinting is essentially a resistance training form of cardio. So it is using explosive, fast twitch muscle fibers. You are essentially preparing yourself for times in life when you may need to move quickly and not injure yourself. On the other hand, with lower intensity steady state cardio like walking, you know, you're going to not necessarily put yourself into that overtraining state. So we really still want to, regardless of your goal, whether you're wanting to gain muscle, whether you're wanting to lower your body fat percentage, 
all of the above. We want to make strength training our focus. That is number one, because when we talk about longevity, improving all your biofeedback, all your biomarkers, strength training and having muscle mass on you is the way we want to go. Not to mention that's going to help you lose fat easier and skyrocket your metabolic health, your metabolic state, your metabolic rate to keep you burning more calories all day long. So if I'm saying most people would benefit from spending part of their year in a calorie deficit, but you're asking, okay, I'm kind of in the middle of the road. I've got some body fat to lose. I've spent time at maintenance, but I'm not really sure where to go from here. This is going to depend on a few things. One, how much body fat you have to lose. So we need to establish where where is going to get you the most benefit. If you have a higher body fat percentage, it is more important for you to focus on losing that body fat to improve your overall health. However, we've got to take into account where you're currently intaking, whether that is you're under eating or you've been overeating or you've been eating little throughout the week and then going ham on the weekends, that's going to determine our approach and if going into a deficit is right for you. If you've been under eating for 10 years and basically we have no realistic way of going into a calorie deficit because you are already eating so little, you'd have to starve yourself, you need to reverse diet. So that's where we take things back up, we restore your metabolism, we restore, upregulate, get hormones back online. And then from there, we can go into a deficit in the next phase. If you've been eating a higher calorie intake, you know you've been at maintenance or above, then we can definitely spend time and go into a calorie deficit until you reach a point where you're either done, need a break, or reached a point where you're like, I'm happy with this body fat percentage for now, I'm going to get back up to maintenance, live there, build some strength, and then maybe repeat this process again next year. On the other hand, if you've established an intake and you've been tracking, I recommend tracking your food for a few weeks. Figure out very honestly where you've been hitting and then realize, okay, if you're eating super little throughout the week, but you're one of those weekend warriors where you go crazy on the weekends, we have to remember calorie averages weekly calorie averages matter the most. So I would say you'd benefit from not going either direction. I want you to bring your calories up a little bit during the week and eat the same intake all week and same with the weekend. So you're going to be eating a little bit more during the week. It might feel higher, but overall, you're going to probably be in a deficit if we average that out. Our bodies like consistency. So there are a couple different routes here that I would normally take, and it depends on where this person is coming from. That's why just setting a blind calorie deficit is not helpful because you have to take into account your dieting history. Are you set up for success in a calorie deficit? You know, do you actually truthfully have that much body fat to lose? Or could you just benefit from going into a recomp phase, eating consistently at maintenance, bumping protein up? and just focusing on building some muscle. And you're going to look leaner if you are like already at a pretty low body fat percentage. Lots to take in there. If you still find that you are like lost, you're like, do I go up, down, sideways, Elsie, help me. (laughs) That's where I come in. There is nothing that will simplify it more than having a professional who understands metabolism and what the best route is to help you reach your optimal picture of health 
a shameless plug, but it helps take all of the guests and stress work out of it on your end. So the link for one-on-one coaching is in the description, guys. And if you found this helpful, go ahead and screenshot it or share this on your story. It helps me so much. You guys are the best. And I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,